Welcome to the Show Up Society podcast, where I talk about showing up for your goals one tiny step at a time. I'll help you break down your big fat dreams into tiny bite-sized pieces that are totally doable as long as you just keep showing up. I talk about anything from running to creativity, to mindset, to small business, to whatever else comes up. You'll see how just showing up for yourself every day in the tiniest way can make a huge impact and change your life. I'm your host, Tammy Bennett, artist, coach, habit keeper, and idea machine. I can't wait to cheer you on. So let's get started. Hi, friend. Thank you for showing up for today's episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about the power of collaboration and support versus straight up competition. I'm going to go a little bit shorter of an episode today because I have a lot of catching up to do from last week's National Stationery Show. First, I wanted to give a listener shout out to Megan, who left a really nice review on Apple Podcasts. She said, thank you for showing up for us, TB. Thank you, Megan, for showing up and for leaving a review. And if you want to leave a review, please do so and maybe you'll get the shout out next time. I wanted to talk for a second about books. So a lot of you might know that I read 55 books last year. I love to read. Um, And I only set a goal to read about 25 this year just because I'm so busy with a lot of my work projects that I just wanted to kind of lowball the goal a little bit um, to make it a little bit more doable. And I have had to absolutely force myself to sit down and read fiction for the past couple weeks. And I don't know if that is because I have just been absolutely obsessed with my work and with self-coaching and mindset work. I just want to do all the things with podcasting and um, changing my thoughts and all that kind of work. But I think I discovered the real reason why I have not been enjoying fiction lately. And it's because the books that I was reading sucked like really, really bad. Like I've actually abandoned two books in a row. And I never used to do that in my life. And I thought, you know, if you start a book, you have to finish it. Um, Here's a shout out to my friend Jen and her grandmother, Janet, for saying that life is too short to read crappy books. There are so many books on my bookshelf right now that I cannot wait to read. So why would I waste my time slogging through this mess of words that just doesn't come together into any kind of beautiful sentence? So I'm not going to throw those authors under the bus and tell you those two titles. But oh my gosh, if those can be published like anybody can publish a book. You just have to do it. And so maybe that's the magic. They went to enough publishers that they finally got a yes. So if you have any desire to read a book, just keep sending it to different publishers and somebody is likely going to say yes if you send it to enough. But anyway, I digress. I did find a good fiction book that now I'm really enjoying reading. I can't wait to open it every night. And if you subscribe to my newsletter, you'll find out what it is. And if you don't subscribe to my newsletter, why the heck not? Every week, I send a link to the newest episode of the podcast, and I send some links to a few things that I'm loving. I send a tip to work on your tiny daily habit, and I send a small challenge. It's a lot of fun, a super quick read, once a week, no big deal. So if you want in the inside scoop, 
then head to showupsociety.com forward slash 15 and you'll see a link there where you can sign up for my email newsletter. Yay! Do 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 it's challenge time. Today's challenge is to delete one app on your phone. And the reason I'm saying to do this is if you're anything like me, you have tons and tons and tons and tons of apps that you've downloaded and a lot of them you never use again. So this is just one teeny tiny little step to reduce the clutter in your life. And you get bonus points if it's an app that sends you notifications that distract you and make you crazy. I know you might be driving or doing laundry or walking or running right now, but before this podcast ends, get rid of one of those apps. Okay, so here we go. Let's talk about my time last week at the National Stationery Show, which will then lead me into today's topic of supporting each other rather than straight up competition. So if you don't know, I also have a stationery line called Tiger Pocket Press, and I spent the week in New York City last week at the National Stationery Show, which is a trade show where um, greeting card producers... Um, show their work and hopefully it gets picked up by retailers all across the country and other parts of the world. And it's a great time. And because my Tiger Pocket Press line has only been in business for a teeny tiny bit over a year, I got to exhibit in the section called the Emerging Artists. That's for companies that have been in business for under two years. So we had a smaller booth, way easier setup, and I really had no idea what to expect but I would call it by all means a success. I had quite a few orders from shops and some of those were my dream shops. Some of my dream shops walked by my booth, looked it up and down, showed no interest whatsoever and kept on going. So it all balances out. A lot of the success and decision-making happens after the show. So I have a lot of follow-up to do. I have several potential partnerships and projects that I'm super excited about right now, and I hope that they come to fruition. I got to meet my business mentor, Katie Hunt of Proof to Product. So she has taught me pretty much everything I need to know about wholesaling and entering the stationary business. So that was really cool to meet her. I had a lot of visits from people that follow me on Instagram or that are listeners to the podcast. So that was super fun. Um, I also got to meet a lot of people who I connect with on an online group that talks about art and business. And I've known their names forever, but now I got to put a face with the name. And that was really cool to finally meet in the flesh. So I stood up in my booth from nine to six every day for four days. The last day was a little bit shorter, but um, I had to really work to find the right line between being kind of aggressive in engaging the people that walk by and just getting a good read on the people to see if they wanted to be approached or not. So I saw people around me doing kind of both sides of the spectrum, and sometimes it would get really uncomfortable because the other card producers like me, we're spending a lot of time and a lot of money to be there. So we don't want to let people just walk on by and not have any interaction with our booth and with our products. But at the same time, there are people there on a mission, they know exactly what they want, and maybe our art is not right for them. And they just want to walk by quickly to their next appointment or their next um, booth that they want to visit. So That was just something that I really tried to balance every day and just really try to read the people 
but without feeling like I was letting people go by and letting opportunities go by. So that's just something I think that kind of artists and creatives and really just anybody that's trying to sell something has to balance and has to figure out. And that was, um, I felt like it was a little bit tough for me at times, but uh, I was happy to work on it every day. In the evenings, I really wanted to take advantage of being in New York City, but I was so just demolished by the end. Um, I am an introvert. I actually love being in front of people. I love being the center of attention. I love teaching. I love coaching. And I feel like I can pretty much talk to anybody. But at the end of the day, I really need some chill, quiet time by myself to re-energize. So I did go, um, I walked to the Chelsea Market, which was super cute. And I took a couple laps around Times Square on the different nights. And I went to my favorite store, Muji. Uh, that has a lot of uh, stationery and home goods. Uh, But other than that, I really just, I got takeout Chinese and I went straight to my room and I ate and I couldn't even really watch TV. I didn't even have the mental capacity to read or watch TV. I sort of just like blanked out. Um, But I recouped and I was ready for the next day. So this brings me to the coolest part, other than getting the orders, because let's face it, that's what I was there for. But other than that, the very coolest part about being there was the friendships that I made. And that leads me to today's topic of the power of collaboration and support rather than straight up competition. So as I said, I was in the emerging artist section. So all of the people around me had also been in business for under two years. And, you know, we're all there trying to get orders and to build relationships with the stores and the companies that walk by. But in the end, we were still completely cheering for each other and supporting each other. I was so thankful that I got placed by some really fun women. And when one of us would get an order, we would kind of cheer for the other ones and high five and clap and like, yeah, girl, get it. And then they would say, yep, now it's your turn. And it was just such a great vibe and such just a collective feeling of going after our goals beside each other and with each other. There were so many conversations that I was a part of where we were brainstorming and figuring out ways to help each other out. Like we suggested to one woman that her art would be great in museum gift shops. And we were suggesting things to her, how she could write to museums, little small town local museums, and she could paint a picture of their museum and they could sell it in their gift shop. And that would be such a great fit for her. Somebody else's work would be great at the florist. Somebody else's work was a brand new category for a lot of stores and they weren't quite ready to take it on or they felt a little bit afraid of it. So we said, what if you send them some sample cards to see how they do? Another card creator was asking about the placement of words and her font choices. And we were all chiming in and giving suggestions about how we thought maybe she could make her cards even stronger or more of a commercial fit. So it was just really cool to be a part of these discussions where everybody was totally supporting each other and trying to help each other succeed. At one point, a buyer came into my booth and was looking for cards to have for kids at camp. And I said, no, I don't have camp cards, but the woman in the booth next door over does. And so I sent her on her way to the next booth, who happened to be one of the new friends that I made, and that buyer placed an order. I was genuinely happy that I could help make that connection, and it was a win-win for them. 
There were times where we helped each other with names and emails of the contacts that walked by. So when the buyers are walking by, they have a badge that has their name and their company. And sometimes they would take a quick peek in our booth and just take a card or a catalog so that they could come back later. And sometimes it would be so fast that we didn't even get their name or their information. But it's important for us too, because then we can reach out after the show to do our follow up. So there would be times when I'd say, did you get that lady's name? Or did you get what company they're from? And somebody else along our row would would have seen it. And we would share that information with each other. And there were times where you know, I got an email address for somebody and somebody else didn't quite catch it or they spelled it wrong. So we just helped each other out that way. And that was just so cool. During the slow times, because there are always slow times in retail and in trade show life, we would share stories of our our lives. And it just, it, we had this level of closeness that being in the situation, I think just helps foster. And that was, it was just a great way to keep us uplifted and to know that we are all in this together and just to, to humanize each other. It was just a great way to pass the time during the low, slow times. We also watched each other's booths for bathroom or food breaks. So, you know, we're all of us are so new in the business that we don't really have assistants or employees. So, you know, when you're there for nine hours, there's times when you need to leave and use the restroom really quickly or just get a snack or a bite to eat. So, you know, one of us would leave and the other people would make sure that we handed out their business cards or their catalogs while they were gone. And that was just, it's just so helpful. We shared snacks and chocolate, which of course is a survival mechanism. And it was just so important in our bonding process. There were a couple times when a buyer would walk into somebody's booth and make like a little bit of a rude comment or just something kind of wacky. And the rest of us were there to kind of lift each other back up after that happened. So not only did I make great friendships and have a really good time and be entertained, but all the knowledge that we shared with each other on how to take orders and how to collect information and where our cards should go, just a constant exchange of information from one to the other and of support and of guidance. It was just invaluable. I know that each one of us was there to create as many orders as we could and to build as many relationships with stores and companies as we could. And in that way, you might think that we're all competing against each other. But to me, that's such a scarcity mindset. And I really, truly feel like there is room for all of us. And the more that I succeed, the more that the people around me succeed, if I am willing to help and vice versa, the more orders they get and companies that they contact and build relationships with, if they share their knowledge with me, then the more likely I will be to do the same things. So I just think it is so important in whatever area you are in, whatever your expertise or your skill set is, if you share that with the people around you, we all can climb. And I've seen this in other areas as well, especially as a running coach, I really promote that atmosphere. But that's something I want to talk about another day on this podcast, because it's so important and special to me that it deserves its own time. So I'm going to wrap it up here. But I want to check in with you first. Did you delete an app from your phone? If not, get busy, put a little more space in your life. To find out more about any of the links that I mentioned here on this episode, go to showupsociety.com forward slash 15. 
While you're there, I would love it if you could leave a comment and let me know some ways that you are helping the people around you, or let me know a little tiny daily habit that you're working on, because I would love to cheer you on, and maybe you'll even get a shout out in the next episode. I also wanted to throw out a special thank you to Caroline, Agnes, Tiffany, and Sarah for keeping me such great company at the National Stationery Show. Thank you for showing up for today's episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Now go out there and show up for yourself. Hey, you're still here. You are magic.